Hey there, Kevin. Hey there, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. Well, I guess that means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's start the show. That was a very good introduction. We'll have to. It's just you and me today. Um, you know, Sean actually might be getting getting replaced given that that introduction. Um, and Max is, I think he got off work early today and is just doing what people in in Boston do, which I'm sure you could speak to now since you're uh, someone who lives in in that area. Yes, I've I've relocated and um, well back right now in Virginia for the holidays. So. Um, yeah, somehow I haven't um, connected with Max in Boston to do the podcast there, but uh, yeah. glad to be back for a bit. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we're recording this actually before Thanksgiving, so UVA has not yet lost to Virginia Tech. Um, it was a real heartbreaker, I'm I'm sure, because that's that's how it goes. Fifteen years straight of of heartache and break. But, yeah, this is uh, this is the last chance. Yeah, but I mean, I. You know, you'll wake up on on Saturday, and you'll be kind of crestfallen about, it, or just have Friday afternoon to to do it. And wait, you I, were talking in past tense, and now you're talking in future tense. So I don't know. I don't, I don't even know I where mean, we're at now. We, and, 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 so what I'm what I'm saying is, you have watched a traumatic game, and it's difficult for you. Um, but the next morning or later in that day, you may need to to relax. And there's. There's something that you've been doing for a while, and I have started doing probably in the last couple months, um, and and that is crossword puzzles, specifically the New York Times ones. Now, I think it's important that you don't just do them, but you have also competed in them, um, our, our tournaments, and you have met some of the, 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 the very special, the very uh, uh, exemplary users. I, I think just first... Give, I am curious, give a background of how you got into doing crossword puzzles. Okay. Uh, so when I was a kid, my grandma always did crossword puzzles, yeah. and I liked puzzles in general, so yes. it was just one of those things where I asked her about it, and she kind of got me going, and when you're young and impressionable, just something, things that are that small can kind of turn into much bigger things in your life. Uh, she did it in a very casual way. Yeah. Like you said, it's kind of, a lot of people use them to unwind or, or mm-hmm. just to, mm-hmm. to relax. And if they get it, then that's fine. If they don't know an answer, that's fine too. You know, whatever. Um, and that's how I started. I just kind of like doing them. Uh, so this is probably yeah, middle school, high school. And then after college, I guess, uh, I was starting to look for, more things to do because I guess I had more free time yes. in the real world than I did in college. So um, I kind of picked them back up, and then I guess I just thought about it. I was like, oh, I guess I could probably get better at these if, yeah. I, if I try. Yeah. And um, just started doing them more and more, and then I found out that um, that there are these competitions. I, I kind of got excited about making my speed better. Mm-hmm. Um and being able to complete the harder puzzles. Yeah. 
And, um, yeah, everything kind of just snowballed from there. Um, yeah, so I think it was kind of, it was a combination of I have a proclivity toward puzzles and word games. Yeah. And... Yeah. And and I think also too, um, I know we've, I think we've talked on here before about like weightlifting and stuff like that. I, I remember when you you started thinking of getting introduced and trying to do the competitive stuff, and you talking about it, and obviously an interest in puzzles. But but like the weightlifting, you I think are a person who you want to do the thing to the the highest level and go all the way. So I think the casualness wouldn't have worked out for you. Now, pursuing it to that higher level, um, I get the sense that you found that there is kind of a uh, an alternate reality, which is this this puzzle community, specifically the the crossword community. Yeah, it's a it's a big thing. It's one it's one of this another example of one of those things where like I don't know how I would have found it, or I don't know how these things existed before the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, when. It kind of starts by just me looking online for answers to things, and the New York Times is the the puzzle of choice. Yeah. And there's, um, so there's a lot of discussion on the internet around it. So just inter- I kind of find it by just looking stuff up during the daily puzzles, and then oh, apparently there's this, there's there's a blog. Apparently there are like big names in the group. Apparently there's competitions, and there happens to be a competition in D.C. every year, and that started that started kind of right when I was getting yeah. really into them, and. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a very kooky, geeky world, and you've, I mean, it's just you have shared experiences with people that uh, that you don't have with other people because there, uh, as you have learned now, there is uh, this crossword ease language, yes, which is a series of words that you would never use in real life, or they're they show up much more often in crosswords than they should relative to how often they show up in the real world, just because they have a friendly letter combination for puzzle creators so yeah there are just these things that you can that you'll hear people say and you're like you're endeared but also embarrassed at the same time because mm-hmm. you're like it's so it's so you know niche. And in, in some ways i think that with any community you have to have a, a shared you have to have a shared language something yeah. that that makes you proud and that you can laugh at or groan at together uh i i think that that's that's a really big deal i mean we we should probably mention here one thing that I've shared with even Sean and Max, and they don't do crosswords, is the the Rex Parker blogspot, which oh, is, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's a more, uh, it's about a, as official a source as you can get, which is basically at like four in the morning every day, he or some of his guest posters will put online the solution they did, and it's got, you know, the constructor, the theme, uh, relative difficulty, and the time it took them, which... As someone who's been getting better, uh, and I've been doing them for a couple months, I always look up there and just my eyes glaze over it. Like, oh, this was a challenging one. I did it in, in three minutes today. Yeah, that's that's absurd. The, the, so the pros are uh, are uh, a, a cut above. They, I don't. Yeah, when they says, oh yeah, I, got, I had a little bit of a slowdown in this corner, um, so it took me, you know, nine minutes instead yeah. of my usual seven for a you know, Thursday, which is a, uh, um, you know, a medium challenging puzzle, um, relative to the day of the week. Um, yeah. So Rex is a curmudgeon. So I wasn't surprised when you started getting into him that you found yeah. your <laughs> no, way to his blog and that you I found, found, you, uh, found enjoyed him. So, um, what, 
I guess so. I guess I'd be curious, and then to flip it on you and ask you what your experience was has been since it's kind of newer to you. So you probably remember the uh, onset. Yeah. So I did it. Uh, I I actually did it initially. Uh, my girlfriend would would ask me. She'd text me like, "Do you know a a six letter word for blah blah blah?" And I'd respond, and she'd start sending me the puzzles what she had filled in. And I was like, "Well, I'm I'm getting get involved in this," and so I got. You know, subscription, basically the app for the New York Times one. I think it's forty dollars a year, which at first I'm like, oh, forty dollars. It seems like a lot, but it's it's been. If you working. do it, if you do it every day, it's, I mean, especially if you do it every day, it's, yeah. You know, so and, and they've got archived things, and so I've gone through and done a lot of puzzles, and especially for some of the easier ones when it starts taking you ten minutes, it's a really great break. Um, the thing, and I've seen exponentially now it's kind of petering out, getting better. I mean, I am limited, honestly, in a lot of times that I am clearly not a very good typer on their <laughs> keyboard because you're doing it on your phone. Um, and then God forbid you try to do it on the computer because that's just, it feels very strange. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know if, because you've been doing it longer. I don't know if you notice a difference or there's any study to it, but the thing that I would say to other people is you start making connections and your brain works slightly differently. I think that's yes. something as I get older I want to do, which is challenge your brain to work slightly differently. Not that it's better, but so that it mm -hmm. can be more dynamic, can move laterally as opposed to we end up thinking in a straight line all yes. the time. I mean, do you, do you, you've had more time. Have you observed that as well? Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know if I can necessarily point to one specific thing where I'm able to take that skill or that – I don't know if I can see measurable progress in that and things other than crossword. But what, what it kind of brings up is that um, a lot of people are like, oh, well, uh, I like doing crossword puzzles too, but I don't really have the trivia knowledge or the mm. vocabulary to do it. And um, as I'm sure you're starting to learn, that's – Really, as long I mean, as long as the puzzle is constructed well, that doesn't really matter. It sometimes, yeah, you'll get you'll get um, stuck just because there is a piece of trivia you don't know. But more often, you just kind of got to think. Yeah, you have to think about the the question differently, um, or or just try to relate it to something that you know. Like based on the clue, maybe there's a a prefix that will work, uh, or um, a common prefix or suffix mm -hmm. for a word, and then yeah. you can maybe come up with something then. Um, and, yeah, I think that it definitely challenges your brain uh, in, mm -hmm. in ways. It's not just trivia and vocabulary. Yeah. Like, trivia vocabulary that you yeah have and I, I think that there are different i'm sure someone has gone into all the different kinds but there really are different sets of clues you have some that are more of the punny variety or some that are um you know they not so much puns but they really are tricky uh, thursdays i think a lot of times are, are tricky and they have kind of logic things i think there was a clue a couple weeks ago that was uh uh number of number or number of people yeah. in the office and the answer was dentist yeah. and so you you get to one where you start answering those and you you see that you have to read things differently or think oh. about it slightly different like styles of music that's hairy it's not genre yeah something like that gets to be very fun and that makes you think differently and also just understanding words more and kind of if you're in a jam okay where do where do vowels go versus consonants yes. yeah, and things like that those small yeah. things help i think your brain work better yeah and, it, and it's, it's like 
Sudoku in that sense where when you're doing a Sudoku puzzle, sometimes you're like, okay, well, I don't know what this is, but if it were, if I put a nine in this square, then it could be this. And mm-hmm. if I put an eight in this square, it could be this. And if I put a seven, well, that doesn't work. And it kind of works the same with crossword puzzles. You're like, okay, well, if I put a vowel here, what does it mean for that? And then yeah. that can sometimes help you come up with the yeah. answer. And it's it's not unlike it's not unlike chess or other things, which is the people who are good at it are thinking not just about that move, but the one many ahead. And I, I think that that's, that's cool. And I don't do a lot of things like that, so I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of it is also in, in, I think, waters that I'm reluctant to go into, the deeper end. Uh, I know that it is mentioned by Rex sometimes, where he'll mention the indie puzzles in, in that community. And the the also uh, Vox now does a crossword, and I think it's more uh, kind of uh, contemporary. Uh, one thing that you could really easily criticize the New York Times crossword puzzle is it it's kind of stale. The answers are kind of in this weird kind of an English language that maybe doesn't exist contemporarily. It's it's stuck in the past, but also yeah, not they're not full. allowed to like swear, you yeah. know, put dick jokes in their puzzles. Yeah. You it's, know, it's it's very strange. But at the same time, and maybe this is something that you've explored more, I want to do more, but I appreciate this community that I can check answers with and get angry about if there's not. I mean, I enjoy with my girlfriend a lot being like, this is a was a really dumb clue or a really lazy answer. And you might not be able to do that with the more indie community. Yeah, I think that the... I, I think that you still can the thing that i think that is kind of lost as you get more into it is the the fun of of asking the room of people who don't do crossword puzzles just yeah. like hey does anyone know a six letter word for this because when you start getting competitive about it mm-hmm. you're like well no i want to figure this out and i want to do it yeah i want to do it at my i want to do it as fast as i can and so you know what used to be a fun thing to just ask the room now is you know, I, I I don't like it. It's uh, it's a personal activity instead yeah. of a group activity. Yeah. So it's kind of a that that definitely gets lost as you get into the you know the deeper realms of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the whole less a game and more of a competition. Yeah. I, I think that there are. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of difference there, but there there really there really is. Just like with a sport, if you get really good at it, if you're if you've gotten really good at basketball and you go out and play just a pickup game as, as we've done before and you some nights it's okay that you miss shots but if yeah. you've been playing well and you start missing shots it's very frustrating and so it starts to starts to take away so yeah I, or if people want to have fun doing you know goofy stuff you, yeah. you just be like well no i want to like i want to play basketball and yeah. it can be frustrating too so yeah, yeah it's similar and i think that you know the the fun of it too, where where you can make it open other people. I know uh, some number of weeks ago we were at a friend's um, uh, kind of shindig party type thing, and uh, Sean Sean was there, and there gets to be downtime. We're watching the game; it's relaxed, and I think it was a Saturday, so I'm doing the Saturday puzzle and I'm struggling. I think for some context, Mondays are the easiest, and then it goes up in difficulty yes. till Saturday. Sunday is a really big puzzle yes. of kind of medium difficulty yeah, Thursday difficulty but a bigger puzzle yeah and so uh, it's a Saturday and so I'm pulling the room because I'm kind of stuck and I know I'm going to get stuck on a Saturday that was enjoyable because it was a challenge and I was looking for help right and it's still it, 
it was also a nice thing you do is you get to observe how other people think. Mm-hmm. And I think that's nice. Now, one thing I know you've done in the past, and, and they do, and I know you get excited about, is the end of the year, I guess, Sunday puzzle. Oh, yes. Which um, which I know, has, speaking of parties and shindigs, <laughs> it has been a uh, placed in a very prominent position for you on, on multiple occasions. Yeah, they, they put out a giant puzzle uh, every year. That's also something that started a couple of years ago. Yeah, I guess, I don't know if the crosswords are getting bigger or it's, it's one of those things where maybe you just notice it when you're in it. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, so I do think that's fun because I, yeah, I'd have it up in my apartment for other people to come and fill in, kind mm-hmm. of like leaving a jigsaw on the paper, on the jigsaw puzzle on the table for people to, uh, to go and do. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess I'm not completely lost in that regard. I don't yeah. time myself doing this gigantic Sunday puzzle. No, because that's one that you can share more. Um, and, and you you just said, are they getting bigger? And, and I think to think of this more broadly, too, uh, we obviously went a, c- a few years ago to the University of Maryland. Um, it's a place that I've only been to once and we'll probably only go to once. But we went, and it was basically a, a day-long, more or less, puzzle competition. Yeah. There's obviously this community online of people that are doing crosswords. Um, we're going to go play board games with people later. I also think about something we've talked about before, which is these these kind of nerd festivals and I'm using that kind of in air quotes and sometimes they call them that do you it seems like these communities are bigger and bigger and I'm not sure that they're growing or it's just that they always existed and now the people that can back these things maybe have the disposable income to make it into like we're going to build a community and have websites and have um, kind of uh, not just competitions but also celebrations do you you know, as someone who uses the internet more than me in a different way than me since, you know, for a long time, do you think that it's growing or just there are more places where you can latch on to this stuff? Yeah, I I don't know if it's a uniform answer across the board. For example, with board games, I think it's getting bigger just because I will, I frequently will interact with people who um, talk about playing board games in, in college mm-hmm. and I didn't ever really exp- I didn't really experience that when I was in college um, I'm not sure if you are the same but I, don't think so. I just think like I just think more it's more people are are, are playing board games um, as far as the internet communities I don't yeah it, it's stuff me know it feels like it's getting bigger but again it could just be a self-selected group I'm only going to certain places. I only live in certain places where people oh. are, uh, for the most part, you know, highly educated. So, and when I was younger, that wasn't the case. So, it's yeah, it's very difficult to to say for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think that that's uh, I, as was discussed in the podcast a few weeks ago. I did jury duty, and that was a nice experience for me, realizing that I'm in a very certain pool that is kind of small. And getting introduced to more, yeah. um, you know, self-selecting is right. Very highly educated is right. It seems like these communities are big, and oh, all my friends pay board games, but yeah. all my friends are probably in a, a certain socioeconomic strata, and those are just the people who play board games. Right. Um, so I, I, I do. You, I would kind of apply the same thought process to kind of the music that you have mm-hmm. that you got super into and all yeah. the concerts you go to do you think that that community has been getting bigger or do you think that you're just I, like I so enmeshed in it that I, I think that 
I think that it might be less that they're getting bigger. It's just they're better connected. Yeah. Like there were, I mean, I watched recently for better or for worse all all of uh, Stranger Things, and there have always been people who played Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. but they have not always had a way to connect with all the people playing Dungeons and Dragons in you know a fraction of a second across the the internet across the entire world. Right. And you start doing that, and you create these. You know, message boards to websites to subreddits, all of this. It seems bigger when you're connected to more people than just the four in the room. So I think that that's the big thing. And I can go online and and check out uh, you know the music, and there are six different sites that will cover it or, or yeah. whatever. And they have band camps or they have Instagram. I mean, even even something like social media, Instagram. You know, I see them. They post something. Here are all the people who are liking it. Here are all their followers. Those are people that like the same music as me, and I'm automatic. And now I'm connected to the artist, and I'm connected to them, as opposed to you show up at a show and you don't know who's going to be there. Now it's a sense of I don't have to be at the competition. I don't have to be uh, at the performance to know that this group exists. I can see it and always be connected to it, even if they aren't physically there. We are virtually connected. Yeah, and I think even in the early days of social media there's or i guess before social media when there's just kind of like message boards you don't the community's probably there but like you don't have this this counter of like likes or something or it's Mm -hmm. just there's no announcement of how many people are actually looking at it it's just like maybe a a select few people are the ones that are posting on the message board but there are probably more people than than that and um kind of just seeing the the more people are more likely to just like a photo on Instagram than yeah. to like respond to a message on a message board. So that probably, you know, kind of, yeah, like you said, makes you feel more connected to the number of people that are actually viewing this material. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that I would definitely say it has augmented my enjoyment of this. If I was just kind of doing it on the in a physical piece of paper and then I would check it and not really have a way to see if I was right or wrong yeah. until the next week, the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, that wouldn't be as fun as this, which is I'm able to, to share with people and they have a very nice app that tells me exactly how yes, well I'm doing app. or not. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I have enjoyed getting into it and being a part of it and, and sharing it you know, with people I actually see and with people I don't see. Um, do you, I, I guess it, you know, did it open any other doors for other things or has, you know, similar type puzzle engagements? Have you picked anything else up or have you just gone further into this? No. So there's, I mean, I got introduced to uh, a bigger puzzle community, which, um, you mentioned with the, you know, the thing we did at the university of Maryland. Um, and you know, given that I have moved to a new location, I haven't really dug into to the underground there to see uh, to see who, who's there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the people who do them tend to also enjoy doing other puzzles. Not all of them, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's for the most part people get into them because they like doing doing puzzles. Yeah. And there are a lot of different types of puzzles. Crossword puzzles just kind of happen to be one of the more popular ones, and. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely given me um, more things to do, more things to look out for, and um, 
yeah, mostly just through like the community around it. I'm uh, I'm more of a leech, I guess, than a someone who who does anything for the community at this yeah. point. But uh, it's yeah, it's there are definitely things that it can it can lead to, and yeah. um, like more hobbies you could pick up from it. Yeah. What's the weird kind of uh, word puzzle that we uh, was toward the oh, end? Oh yeah, of the yeah, thing yeah. Line? The cryptic crossword. Yeah, cryptic crossword. Even yeah, I don't go don't go down that road. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really like learned how to do them, um, just because I don't know I'm not interested. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's uh, there. There's there's always they're more. popular in uh, Britain. So as long as uh, I don't move okay, there, okay. Well, I you know, to... I I'm I'm not about to do something that they do on a small island that that is an island for a reason unfortunately oh, that doesn't isn't taking well in the importing i guess or exporting but um still if you want to challenge that's there but yeah I, i'd say that i have really enjoyed it and uh yeah. it's been good to you know see my progress and you know for you i don't know if you've hit a plateau or whatever but yeah i mean it's 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 gonna sound ridiculous to someone who doesn't really do crosswords but or you know do them competitively or whatever but it's very much a thing where you can uh train and practice and yeah. there'll be like if if i go and spend a week doing 10 or 15 puzzles a day mm-hmm. i will be better and i will be faster and yeah. um so like before the uh competitions you know i might do some training mm-hmm. and afterwards i kind of i kind of fall off so i um yeah, I mean, if I go do one now, I haven't. I kind of have just been doing the daily New York Times crossword puzzle, puzzle, and so you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the off season. I'm out of shape. You know, I can still, I can still beat you know people in a pickup game, but you know, I'm not gonna. If I go to a an NBA game, I'll be out of shape for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. You just because the 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 tail end of your 20s rears its ugly head does not mean your competitive life is is over you can always take up a new craft and you know it's it's almost sports yeah it's it's weird how things like this it's so um relatable to other hobbies with the whole idea of like the online community with the um casual versus not casual crowd and you know the ability to see progress by putting a concerted effort in versus not it, it, a lot of things kind of yeah. have those things in common. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's, if you want something to take up, that'll challenge you. And also you can watch yourself get better at big proponent of yeah. crosswords. Unfortunately, after the uh, UVA football loss, I won't, again, it's not, it's not something that I personally do to cool down. It's a, uh, it's a, all right, leave me alone. It's a Monday. That means I got to go for my all time personal record. Yeah. So no one talked to me for the next um, three minutes yeah yeah well anyways yeah if you're if you're interested in in crosswords and uh want want to know more or connect with people you can let us know even if you don't do them you should read rex parker's blog because sometimes he's uh makes really good points about uh maybe you shouldn't have nazi sympathizers as clue answers uh or he's just irate about something that is not that reasonable but it's enjoyable nonetheless uh so yeah reach out to us um but uh now you know now is that time of the show um uh kind of like when you're with family members that maybe you don't don't adore um where where we talk about some things that were uh 
maybe maybe regrettable, specifically things that I did. And and Kevin, this week I was I was looking through my my list, my ever expanding list of of things. Does it grow at a faster rate than it shrinks? Or um, you know, this one, the one this week in particular, it happened, and then I knew immediately that I needed to capture it, which was I was in um. Compass Coffee in uh, in Roslyn. There are a number of them in the area. It's kind of a local coffee chain. Really good, really really good coffee. Minimalist vibe inside. Very much a, a place to be and, and get your coffee. Um, and it was very crowded because my office was doing a fire drill like a couple weeks ago. So I'm in there, and uh, I had a napkin because something had spilled, and I was cleaning it up. And I was near a trash can. I was probably you know five to ten feet away. Um, it's one of those, it's like built into the kind of surface, you know, the counter, and it's the little holes with the, the steel rims around it, and it's flush. So I'm five to ten feet away, and I have just a normal paper napkin, and I throw it in this crowded place, and it goes right in. And so I lift up my arms um, and look around, and I'm apologizing this week um, in something that you might be able to relate to for that for that looking for affirmation of a made... <laughs> trash shot basically and i was wholly wow. embarrassed wow. and and i'm sure other people noticed that i did it too and <laughs> it was it's not that i was excited that's fine like you should you should be excited about yeah. little things otherwise your life is going to be miserable but it's that i was looking i unconsciously was looking for affirmation for my made uh trash basket in a crowded coffee place and for that i you know i apologize to the fellow patrons who were expected to give me you know, something akin yeah. to praise, which is something I normally feel very uncomfortable with. Yeah, so I think it's an appropriate apology, um, but I think that at the same time, any other human would have done the same thing you did I had they so. made the shot. So it's it's, yeah. an, it's an unconscious thing wired into our bodies. But so. I mean, a lot of people also wouldn't they wouldn't they throw wouldn't the try trash. The shot. They <laughs> would just they would just put the trash in the right hand like a, a sane human yeah. as opposed to someone who is maybe unconsciously trying to show off. So sure, that was unwise but um something that's wise for a for a big idea in pop culture this week you have a uh i believe a a suggestion on a travel destination yeah who would have thought yeah um so i've recently moved to the the great white north i guess um if that's what we're calling it um it's just the north yeah <laughs> the um the boston area and over columbus day weekend uh we went to uh stow vermont which is a a wonderful a wonderful place that has um, it's kind of right up my alley in terms of it, it was very pretty. We went like peak leaf season, which on the one hand it was absolutely beautiful, and um, the trees were just amazing colors. On the downside, I mean it was pretty it was pretty crowded, but Stowe is still only so big, so it even crowded isn't that bad. Yeah, it has. The town is basically made up of two streets. There's like Main Street, and there's the Mountain Road, which goes to Mount Mansfield. The I guess I think it's the largest mountain in Vermont. Um, and yeah, it's got it's known for the Alchemist in terms of beer, which is um, a very well known brewery among uh, beer people. Uh, they have a really cool tap room where you can get free samples and then uh, buy cans. There's just there's another brewery across the street. A lot of good restaurants, uh, good coffee, and good hiking. Mm -hmm. And there's a Ben and Jerry's factory, the Ben and Jerry's factory, right? We went there on Columbus Day before we went to head back. 
or no, the day before Columbus Day. No, right. anyway, yeah. it was very crowded. Don't go to the mm. Ben and Jerry's factory on a holiday, yeah. or you will have to wait hours for your ice cream. So we went there and we saw the crowd and then we decided to leave. But Stowe, uh, beautiful. If you like hiking, definitely go. If you like beer, definitely go. Um, just go if you're nearby. I know yeah. you're not. It's probably going to be hard for you to just be nearby, but yeah. Hey. No, and I've actually I actually went one time in the summer um, when I was a young person. Uh, very different in the summer, obviously, but if you are a skier, it is also supposed to be pretty pretty great to go up there. Yes. Um, so yeah, Stowe, Stowe, Vermont. Go step outside your comfort zone and uh, challenge yourself to a weekend in Vermont. But I'm sure that they are welcoming and everything else and whatnot. Didn't see any bears, but maybe next time. Are there bears there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So watch out for bears, especially with um, you know deforestation and habitat, you know encroachment and everything else. They might start eating your food. So invite them over for dinner before they have you for dinner. I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's also got a great um, you know CBD scene. I'm not. That's not me. But if, yeah, if it's you. I'm sure Stowe is even better in that yeah. regard. Yeah. So the, there you go. Full. This is now a tourism podcast, but. Um, you know, as as always, uh, we you can reach out to us uh, via the Twitter machine um, or uh, prettyokpod.com, which is our website. Uh, it is it is becoming the end of the year and the end of a decade, so there will there will probably be some things that pop up as we round out those you know arbitrary things that that don't matter in space time but matter in human time maybe. Uh, so yeah, you know, reach out to us. Thanks for listening. Make sure that on this holiday time, as you're you're around people, celebrating or not celebrating things, that you, uh, you you know maybe suggest they listen to a podcast. If you listen to it, you know, rate it, review it, tell us how how much you like or, or dislike it, um, and you know, tell a friend or an acquaintance or a family member that they should stop yakking and start listening because listening is a really good thing. We should all do more of. Um, so thank you for, for listening. Thank you, Kevin, for joining me. Yeah, it's good to be back. Hope to be back soon. Yeah, yeah. And um, other than that, I'm Pierce. That's that's Kevin, and this is a Pretty Okay Podcast. I'll see you next time.